0: A service. Anybody feel anything at all today? Like four people? Hello? You couldn't walk in here without feeling something. If you walked in here uh, and you didn't feel a thing, I'll give you the business card for my wife's cousin. He's a funeral director in Maine. That's a hint. Come on. I love it here. Been coming here for I don't know about 150 years now and I uh, just love it. So many of you I don't want to mention too many names cuz I'll forget somebody, but I was uh it was I uh, just so excited to see Mark and Joanne Walter. They helped our church a number of times in Berwick, Maine, and we had a second one going in Meredith, New Hampshire, and he's still bailing me out of computer issues and domain issues, and uh, last fall I hit 60. I know you think I'm lying now. I looked like, you know, 35, roughly, until you get within 20 yards of me. But anyway, uh, I'm okay with that. Had a friend the other day say, you need to dye your beard. It makes you look older. I said, look, I worked hard to get to this age. I don't care about gray. It doesn't bother me, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, yeah, they've helped us out. I turned 60 last fall, and suddenly I forgot to pay for the alrobbins.com domain name for our ministry. And it was on the end of a year where it was a strange year uh, that uh, we had with my, uh, my, the care of my stepdad for nine months. We had just preached our way out to Vegas to see our daughter... A year ago last week and got word my stepdad was bad and so we took him in but the problem is by taking him in we had just sold our home the week before uh, so we moved in with my son and we had his 24-hour care but he got better we knew he was near in the end but God really privileged us it was challenging it was difficult it was time-consuming. It was emotional, but we got him to antique car shows and an old A&W root, root beer stand. Anybody remember those? Got him the big mug with a root beer float, and man, we did mini golf. At one point, he was well enough to walk the whole Providence, Rhode Island zoo because we moved in with our son for three months. Did our antique business building farm tables and antique reproduction furniture, and and then my son's church uh, launched, I think, their 12th location in Florida. So we really couldn't stay in that house with the next tenants, <laughs> so we moved down to Rhode Island. So we've been in Rhode Island much of the year with our daughter and son-in-law and two grandkids, and God's still shuffling us around. But last October, the biggest thing for my stepdad, he was uh, very concerned because his siblings, three out of four, had passed from Alzheimer's, and they'd been in a facility for years before going. And God really blessed us. He was very good. I bet we did 200-plus puzzles with him, and even got him bowling with my son and son-in-laws, and uh, and we had, a, we had a great year being able to invest love in him. He didn't have to touch a thing. He was a man that served everybody, and he was in my life since I was nine years old. So for uh, all those years, he was my pa, and it was great to serve him. We even got him hooked on wee bowling. My son-in-law did that. He loved it. Near the end, he had a rough couple of weeks, and Uh, the doctor let us know it was near the end but I ordered some old hymns from my my childhood that he remembered and we'd sing together we got hospice to come and he was in his hospital bed one of the greatest privileges of my life even though it kind of put our goals and dreams on hold was to bring him in I told my kids I wouldn't trade it for a million dollars. And he left three minutes after I told him, it's okay to go, Pa. We're okay. You love Jesus. He loves you. I said, when you see him and he reaches out his hand, you just take it and go with him. So it's been a challenging year. But God got us through. Whatever you're going through today, God's going to get you through. It might not be the exact plan that you'd like, I was hoping by the end of last January, I'd be a multi-billionaire and, and have at least a five or 6,000 square foot home or mobile home or something that big. That'd be hard, but we still have no house. If you're a friend on Facebook, you'll see we keep posting houses anywhere from Florida to Maine, and about two-thirds of them are serious. Occasionally, I'll put on like a Malibu, California mansion for twenty million, just to get friends wondering what's he up to now, and then I'll have friends like in Connecticut post a fifty million dollar island off the coast. Say, Pastor Al, how about that? So it's been that kind of year. We have no idea. We've we've even looked at homes here. We've looked at homes, you name it. We've looked at them everywhere. I've looked at them in North Carolina, and and it's a secret code, but. Most of them are serious. We're that open to what God has. We've had opportunities, but He's just uh, He's had us in a holding pattern, and so I'm grateful to preach. I I just—is it okay to mention hunting here? I don't get in trouble because some of our liberal Northeast, if you hunt, it's evil. I would call myself Pastor Nimrod, but I never get anything, so, and if you read your Bible, you'd get that joke. Uh, Nimrod was a hunter, anybody remember that? Two Christians here, thank you, Jesus. Well, we are going to have an amazing salvation altar call today. I'm trying to start my, where are my kids today? I'm trying to start my, forget it, oh, there it is. I'm trying to start my watch. And I know there's no pressure here, but I'm going to get you out on time because I'd like to be invited back someday. Is that all right? One day I was preaching, I was telling Josh, I think in the sound room this morning, I said, just wave at me. I said, once I got preaching at home and my son and nephew were running the soundboard, and they finally held up a handmade sign that said, turkey's done. (laughs) Sometimes that's helpful for me. If you're looking at a smoked ham being cured, I can keep preaching while it happens. But anyway, I'm grateful to be here today. My wife and I, please pray, we are separated right now. Uh, We'll be back together in the morning. She flies into Tampa. And we're only separated because he's doing okay, but her dad fell and broke his hip. He's 88, so we've been running two and a half hours one way from Rhode Island to Maine I don't know enough to put 50 million miles on my truck, but uh, she went with my blessing, and then uh, a friend of mine from North Carolina invited me to hunt in Alabama. So I spent three days experiencing hypothermia (laughs) since 99.999% of all my heavy, warm hunting gear and boots and everything are in the back of a 10 by 20 storage unit. Because we just knew we'd have a house in a few weeks. And now we're in month 13. And you can laugh at those things. Some of you are going through similar things. And it's okay. I could show you a video. I'm on a ladder stand 20 feet in the air. I walk into in the dark. I'd never been there. 300-yard field in front of me. Wind blowing straight at me. It was 35 degrees that morning. But I think they forgot to put a minus sign in front of it. I started shaking so bad I videoed my wife and kids as if it was going to be my last video. (laughs) I love you all. I think I'm going to get down because I don't think I could hold the gun to shoot anything right now. So (laughs) about two hours later, I remember I had Hot Pockets. Anybody know what those are? (laughs) Duh, I never use them. I bought some on the way down at a Walmart Dropped those in my shoes down my back in my gloves I got so chill by the second night in the hunting cabin I slept with gloves on with hot pockets in them socks on I hate sleeping with socks anybody out there I knew there were some spiritual people here and I I had hot pockets in my socks I had full sweatpants sweatshirt I looked like the only thing I didn't have was a hat but Anyway, and the only reason I hunt in Alabama, I didn't get a thing, saw some things, but didn't fire a shot. So pray for the animals. I was trying to provide some meat for the married supper of the lamb up there, but nothing, couldn't take a thing. But uh, I had a good time with my friend and a great time of resting. When you set in the woods and not even come out from 10 to 11 hours straight, I mean, you've got to... Clear your head And so I enjoy it. I watch animals and 20-some turkeys one day and had a good time. The only reason I hunt Alabama is none of you guys have invited me to hunt Georgia. And I'm free this afternoon, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> Father, thank you for your word. Open our minds and hearts. Let this speak to us as powerfully as it's spoken to me. this simple, simple, basic message that you've laid on my heart for this church today. Nothing that we struggle to do, it just came together last minute. And we thank you, Father, give you the glory in Jesus' name. And everyone said, amen. 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 So my wife flies in tomorrow. She had a credit left from last fall on her airline ticket. Cost her like 20-some bucks to get to Tampa from Rhode Island and I can't wait to see her. Uh, I just love her. And I even like her. We are driving along the other day. I said, we've been married f- over 41 and a half years. And we love each other. I said, but we still like each other. And uh, I'm, I miss her. I hate being away. I, I'm very, uh, I mean, I'm an emotional guy. I weep at supermarket openings. <laughs> <laughs> Not really, but I heard that years ago. <laughs> Some guy said, man, I'm so emotional, I weep at supermarket openings. I'm just blessed to be here. Good so, to see so many of you. And we're going to Psalm 23. Forgive me, but I'm in the old King James today. That's I know. I'm 60 now, so I can use King James anyway. I, I like all the translations. I don't love them all. But I was raised on King James in my little country church where I grew up in. So scripture comes back to my memory in that translation. Is that okay? So if I'm trying to remember a verse, that's how I get the verse. Uh, so that really hit me. I'm going to just cut this and get rid of this cough. We're going to Psalm 23. And we usually go there When? at a funeral. I encourage you, nobody's dead, nobody's dying, hang in there. But there's something in this passage <clears throat> that even though I'm, I'm 60 now, I've been born again since I was five, Pastor Ben asked us, do you remember the day you were saved? I don't, I was so young. But I know it was real. My, my Pentecostal grandmother and my mama led me to Jesus. And every time there was an altar call, for whatever reason, I'd go down to the left side and ask Jesus into my heart. And we watched all the Billy Graham crusades in our home. And I'd pray that just as I am without one plea. As a little boy, I knew there was a heaven and a hell. And, man, I still invite him in when there's an altar call and they ask us to repeat. And I don't do it just to repeat. I know I'm already saved. But I just invite him in. And so all those years, and having done funerals, hundreds of funerals, over 41 years of ministry now, attending them and, and performing them, after all those years, there is a principle in Psalm 23 that suddenly, just recently, jumped out at me. It's so basic, and we're going to look at it this morning. In Psalm 23, by the way, I didn't have my Bible because I was traveling to hunt and going back home, and now we're headed to Florida. By the way, she didn't fly into Tampa just to get us down there. My son is pastoring down there now, and we haven't been down there since July to see him. We're going to spend a few days and finally have Christmas with our three oldest granddaughters and spend some time there. So I borrowed, I asked Pastor John if he had a King James Bible. I get the honor of preaching from an old preacher's Bible, his dad, and I didn't want to touch it. You know what I'm saying? But I just appreciate the use of his dad's Bible. Follow with me if you would. <clears throat> Psalm 23, verse 1 The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. In other words, I don't need anything. Keep your finger right there. I don't. I'd like a lot of things, but I say I'd like a few things. <laughs> Come on, help me out. I'd like a few things. <laughs> we all got a few things we'd like, but I'd like the new Ford F three hundred and fifty. It's like seventy five grand, platinum. The step comes down electronically, and a railing and all that. Because I haven't jumped off a truck tailgate <laughs> without thinking and praying first for a long time. But we need some things. <clears throat> but we don't, we don't need it because God will take care of us. It's like I, when I'm here and I'm at Pastor John's house last night. I shall not want. Because they, they're great hosts. They take care of me. I like to sleep with a fan. Kelly got a big fan that probably would have blown all of you back into the corner. And I ran it on high. At the same time, I was freezing from being out in the cold for three days, so they brought me a big electric uh, 5 million BTU electric heater. Diane, it got so hot in that room, at 3 o'clock in the morning, I thought my brain had dried up, and I had to shut that off. (laughs) That's about the time the dog started chasing some imaginary thing in the pasture, but... Uh, I'm laying there thinking, I thought I had died and slipped into eternity to the wrong location. I had a fan going one way, a heater coming the other way. I was confessing sins I'd never even thought of committing. I wanted to make sure God wasn't hanging me over Tartarus or something. And if you read your Bibles, you'd know about that. But anyway, uh, the Lord's my shepherd, I shall not want. I, If I had a rich uncle... I borrow a little cash right now, my credit's good, and I have enough money for a down payment, but because of the year we've had, I don't know if I'd qualify for a loan. My, my, here's, we've had no regular income for over five years now between churches, and yet God has provided in a timely manner, so we're literally, my credit score is over 800, That didn't happen back when I got paid big money. You know how God provides? The Lord's my shepherd. I shall not want. If I had a rich uncle, I could say, well, I don't need anything because my uncle said, anytime you need money, just let me know. Now, wait a minute. It's much more than finances. The Lord is my shepherd when I'm discouraged, when I'm hurting, when I'm fearful, when I'm doubting, when I'm questioning. The Lord is my shepherd in the doctor's office. When he puts his hand on your shoulder and says, I've got some challenging news for you. Anybody been there before? I shall not want, because no matter what, he's my shepherd. I shall not want. Verse 2, he maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me. Everybody say leadeth. You know, when leading is happening, you can trust the leader. When leading is happening leading the very word speaks of motion and direction. are you with me? that means it may look stale or dead or dry or barren or like you're facing a dead end but we have a promise here that he is leading leading infers progress let me say it again think about it the fact that our shepherd is leading us, there's a great inference there that he is directing us and progress is occurring. That's a good time to amen right there. He leadeth me. He's leading. It may not feel like it. You may not know where we're going. But he does. He leadeth me. He leadeth me, he leadeth me beside still waters. He restoreth my soul while he's leading me. Thank you, Jesus. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his namesake. Yea, though I walk through. I want you to camp right there because that's our title today and I'm already preaching so don't panic I'm going to get you out on time if you're titling the message today the title is simply the word through we're not going to focus on the valley of the shadow of death or any of the other issues we're not even going to focus on the valley itself but that one word has jumped out at me these last few months and been so powerful in my life And that is the word through. The word through is much bigger than it initially looks. It seems like just another word and we we read right by it. But through means a temporary location. If you're driving through Macon, you're headed somewhere. Hello? When you began this church when Pastor John and so many of you started the church... Uh, I forgot the location, but it was in like an old office park or something. What was the name of it again? Edna Place was the last church, right? But it was before that. Office park, wasn't it? And I didn't know Pastor John then, and he started coming up to preach for me. In fact, Mike Poolin introduced us, because Mike had moved to Berwick. And it was just amazing, Mike and Bethany and, and their kids, and they attended with us for a while. But Pastor John started preaching, I, I think it's been over 20 years now we've been friends, and he's really helped me and encouraged me and challenged me, uh, challenged me. And I, I, we were laughing last night, uh, I was, I'm a little different sometimes. Mark and Joanne have been there. I I used to not take myself too seriously. Instead of like the big name tag on my desk, that said, "Right Reverend Dr. Al Robbins, or W.A. Robbins Jr. I had engraved just one word. It said, no. (laughs) People would come in and look at it. I had another sign said, I hear you, I'm just ignoring you. And then I'd mix it in with scriptures, like, why sit we here till we die? And I just, I love having fun. In fact, uh, we'd be an hour with memories, and I can't, uh, I got to be careful with time. But uh, there are things that you went through from when you were located in that office park, and then you got to Edna Place, and then this opened up and uh, coincidentally my son and I were traveling back from Alabama in a hunting trip and we stopped into Edna place on a Sunday night headed back to Maine and pastor gave us the honor of coming and seeing this place before you even occupied it and my heart leaped man it was amazing <clears throat> knowing what God to do and the times that we've been here I don't think I'll forget the day I preached and I took up pledges my whole family came it was the first time I ever preached here and tried to encourage you to give towards reducing the mortgage little did I know it would be ha ha you're trying to give to us wait till you see what we're doing for you was anyone here that day when you guys rolled in a Nissan X-Terra in that door for my wife and we all had our heads bowed and eyes closed and wow and i also never forget that there were no temporary tags on there and my son drove it from my wife all the way back to Maine with no plates <laughs> and as an ex-police officer if they'd gotten pulled over I just would have kept going <laughs> caught up with them And I wouldn't have sent them bail money. They should have checked it first. So this church has been connected. He's helped us. Uh, When I resigned my church, Pastor John helped us. He encouraged us. And has gotten us through this dark time and difficult time. But the word through is a temporary location. You're not still at the office park. And this is not the final place. Unless Jesus comes today. And then it's still a through. Through means in one side and out the other. It means from beginning to completion. I might be here right now in this valley or this shadowy, difficult, dark time, but I'm going through. I'm going through. I'll pay the price, whatever others do. I started out for Jesus. And I'm going through. <coughs> I, I shook hands with Rob this morning. Where's Rob? Right here. And I said, you're still here? You're still saved? And he laughed. He said, I see you finally got saved. So anyway, we had fun. <laughs> he didn't say that. I'm trying to get him in trouble. The Pelkies have been in a tougher through than I could ever imagine. I've been in stuff with my wife battling cancer and me with heart stuff, and I'm in the ER five years ago, they'll want to admit me. And the last, I, before I, whatever, the cardiologist comes in, I'm texting Romans 8, 28 to my family in a group text. All things work together for good. So I thought I was done working, <laughs> and... uh He tried to admit me, I said, look, if you make me stay overnight, I will have a heart attack, I have no insurance, (laughs) just, I'll be careful, I'll come back, I promise. (laughs) You guys have been in one of the toughest throughs that I've ever observed in my life with your son, and where are you? Front row, that's where you always sit, I don't dare take that seat because you guys have fought to be there. You know what I'm saying? These are the expensive seats if you went to a game today, you know, and, and you're just here. Uh, I always sit in front when I go somewhere because I get distracted. And, and I see, there were no sad stories when I greeted you before. And the challenges Rob faces all I catch every time. And I told him, he radiates Christ and joy and victory nothing's stopping me. Don't worry about me. I'm fine. He's up there on a worship team. He's doing whatever. The pelkey son is seriously challenged. But it's only a through. This is not the end. What we see is not what we get. Maybe you have no house. Maybe you have no job. But it's just a through. Tell your neighbor, it's only a through. I'm going to be all right. This mic, can we bring it up or something? I, I, no one heard that, I guess. <laughs> See, I preach quicker, the more amens. All right, in conclusion, anyway, just kidding, listen <clears throat> Number one: what is this off-dark place, oft-ofT, off-dark place called through? Tell your neighbor, I'm not where I was. I haven't quite arrived yet. It's a through. In your through valley, what you see isn't what you get. It's not the end. You lost it. They died. The doctor said. The bills are. The kids are acting. (laughs) Our marriage is. My business is. My body is. My physical pain is. My emotional ache is. My problems are. My situation is. My finances are. But remember, it's only a through. Don't you dare judge my situation right now. I have no church right now. I could start a church. I've had people that have asked me to. I've had staff positions offered, but I feel like a pilot of a jetliner circling the airport because the tower is saying you're in a holding pattern. Don't force a thing. You'll know when the door opens. I've done enough of forcing things as a type A aggressive person my whole life. I have driven some of those things off car dealership lots. (laughs) And within minutes, I was confessing my sin and asking God to help me get out of this thing. Sometimes we still do it. I'm driving something right now that I'm upside down in. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, let's not get into it. Listen, we're in a through, a through, a through. We were over here, or we used to be here, and it's tough, it's challenging, but God's leading us through. I don't understand this. Man, this hurts. Boy, some days I feel so sad. I wish he'd fix this, this, and this. I just don't get it. I mean, mean, come on, Lord. In my case, you said uh, the harvest is plenteous, the laborers are few. Pray the Lord of the harvest that he'd send forth laborers. And I'm over here, the kid in the classroom, saying, pick me, pick me, put me in, coach. In fact, if you need a running back for the fourth, dust off my cleats for out here but you'd have to have like a senior division I played flag football 15 years ago at 45 and back then I could bench 400 and a leg press that same day 11, 3 reps all that stuff sun was there and I went that night and I tried to break for a pass just kicking in the afterburners they weren't quite the afterburners they used to be I pulled a hamstring And it lasted for months. I wouldn't dare run out of here if the building was on fire. I just kind (laughs) of... Right now I'm saying, Lord, I'm ready to pass her. Let's go. Come on. Please. Hello. Excuse me. I did a post from the deer stand being funny. I said, if anyone sees Jesus today, could you ask him to stop by? I'd like to talk to him about a few things. He's right there with you, but you know, have you felt that what you're saying, but it's only a through. We're headed there, folks. We've got to realize we were there. Now we're here. It may not make complete sense, but it's only a temporary through. There's a great old gospel song that said he didn't bring us this far to leave us. He didn't teach us to swim to let us drown. He didn't build his home in us to what? Move away. He didn't lift us up to let us down. Amazing grace talks about that through. We sang about grace this morning. It says, Through many dangers, toils, and snares, I have already come. His grace has brought me safe thus far. I was there, and I'm here. I should have died, but I'm here. I should have overdosed, but I'm here. I should have been in prison, but I'm here. I should have been killed, but I'm here. His grace has brought me safe thus far. And sir, yes, sir, I'm confident your grace is going to lead me home. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We must, number two, appreciate the process of our through. We must appreciate the process. We can't fight it. God has not left the building. I said of Josh, Elvis left the building. No, no, God hasn't left either. God hasn't left. God has not left your life. Especially if you've come out to church. I love that old saying, anything is possible if we'll show up to work. How many of you would admit that you've been so under a cloud before physically, emotionally, spiritually, that you stayed out of church because you didn't feel like it. All right, there's about ten of us. The rest of you are just, no, we've never skipped. Tell the truth and shame the devil, the old priest used to say. Listen, you've stayed out of church, and then your friend or your spouse or your kids come home and say, oh, Dad, you should have been there. It was unbelievable. Same thing we were talking about yesterday. How many have ever noticed that? But guess what? Anything's possible... Because you've come to church today. The music should have done something already. The worship. Well, I don't know the words. Well, try. Do you think any of us are recording stars? (laughs) Pastor Ben is, even though he's half the man he used to be. (laughs) I said, sir, when I saw him this morning, I said, where's your brother? He, He said, my brother? I said, yeah, he used to play keyboard and sing. He said, what do you mean? I I said, no, I'm talking about you look great, man. Didn't he do a good job? God bless him. We never preach about the need for discipline as Christians in, in our health. We preach against drinking, smoking... I don't want to tell you, because you probably already know, but I'm 20 pounds heavier than last time I was here. So it's a battle, but uh, it's a through. I'm working on it. Mm, I'm working on it. Listen, it's only a through. It ain't over till it's over. I at least fit in Pastor John's suit coat today, thank God. It's a little snug. I'm not going to hug you, because I'll rip the back out <laughs> like Herman Munster, or the Hulk, or some other fictitious character. Sorry to offend Mark Walter. Those are not real characters. I'm sorry to ruin that for you. We'll talk about Santa later, all right? Just kidding. Listen, go to Isaiah 43 if you would, or I'll just read it for you to save time. I know what I'm preaching, and I'm driving along somewhere between Eufaula, Alabama, and somewhere, up into, I took a side road up to competing gps's anybody love that isn't that great i shut the voice advice off because it drives me crazy one says take 213 one says take 95 another one says you better stop right here buddy you know so i run two at once quite often Uh, gets my stress level up so i'm awake and alert and i'm in the middle of nowhere It's got to be 2,000 miles with nothing but cow fields and bushes. I thought I was already in Maine for a minute. And somewhere down there, somewhere, I don't even know where I was, it was a little church sign, a little Baptist church about the size of the chair I set in. Tiny place, heritage, cool stuff. And on the sign was this very verse. And it was like God said, see that? Of all the verses, I put that up there just to remind you you're on track today. Isaiah 43 was up there. It says in verse 1, But now thus saith the Lord that created thee, O Jacob, and he that formed thee, O Israel, fear not, for I have redeemed thee, I have called thee by thy name, thou art mine. Keep your finger right there. One of our biggest problems during the through... In the middle of our through, in that transition, in that valley, in that ditch, in that storm, in that cloudy zone, in that dark zone, one of our biggest problems is we forget that he owns us. And he takes good care of his stuff. He sent his son to die for us and redeem us. Don't you worry about that through. Don't worry about it. He says, I, I've redeemed you. I'm going to take care of you. I have I've called thee. I've called thee by name. Thou art mine. Now look at verse 2. When thou passest, what? Through the waters, I'll be with thee. And, th- and what? Through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. But, but it feels like it. No, they will not. I promise you, my grace is sufficient for thee. I promise you, I'll give you peace that passes all understanding. I promise you, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord will raise up a standard against him. I promise you, I'm still in control. I've still got you in the hollow of my hand. I, I promise you, I'll give my angels charge over thee, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. I promise you that I am he that was dead and now is living and am alive more, and I have the keys of hell and death. I promise you, your through is simply a through. I'm leading you somewhere else. I'm bringing you higher. I'm bringing you deeper. I'm freeing you. I'm setting you free. I'm liberating you. I'm growing you. I'm deepening you. I'm increasing and intensifying your anointing. You're going to be used if you'll just keep walking through from this through. God is going to use you to look back and lift others who are stuck in their own through. I'll be with thee. Through the rivers they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire. Anybody been through fire lately? When thou walkest through the fire. I hate the fire. I hate it. When thou walkest through the fire. When thou walkest through the fire. Wow, thou shalt not be burned. Neither shall the flame kindle upon me. You know what that shows me? That shows me that my through cannot even affect me. Hello? He's bringing me through a fire. And the flame is not going to affect me. And I'm not just talking Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. God is doing it every day in some of our lives when it is horrible But he's bringing us through. Because even though it seems horrible. There's a sweetness. That can be experienced no other way. Than to trust him. In the unknown. When the doctor says. The C word. And you look in your spouse's eyes. And you tear up. But you feel something rising up within you. You remember it's just a through. God is. Is still in control no matter what the liberals think. I am just shake my head at the atheists that fight something that they don't even believe exists. Take that cross down. Why? It offends us. Why? It doesn't exist, right? According to you. You know what I want to say to them? Get a job. Get a stinking job. Can I say stinking? (laughs) They're going to drive around the country. Oh, there's a Ten Commandments statue. Let's get a lawsuit. Take a break. It doesn't exist. They don't attack leprechauns and elves, do they? (laughs) Oh, there's a leprechaun. Keebler elves. Let's tear down all the leprechaun statues. I don't know if there are any, but... You know what I'm saying? By the way, don't friend me on Facebook if you can't handle some of my political views. Because <laughs> I don't get argue, I don't let people argue on my Facebook. I try to talk to them. Then, then I block them. Sorry. <laughs> I got enough stress. I got enough stress. And if I'm wrong, pray for me. I'll get saved eventually. It's just a through. Come on. <laughs> now in your through, don't I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Try not to advise God in your through. I've done that. <laughs> I have let him know that I would be glad to serve on his advisory panel. By, by the way, anybody chasing a position, it, it's gonna, it, that thing precludes your f- chance to even serve on a position. Like, if I'm forcing to be a pastor, ooh, 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 uh, my whole attitude's wrong. Oh, I, I had two different pastor friends over the years. One had a great AG church in Sanford, Maine, and a guy showed up, a businessman... Tapped his pocket, said, Jim, I want to let you know something. After touring your facility, I have a check for $1 million that I'm giving you for the church. But I want you to know, once you receive it, I'm going to be calling a few shots around here. I would have taken it. Anyway, no, just kidding. call all the shots you want for a million. No, no, no. How many know that's not the book? Uh, And my pastor friend Jimmy said, I forget the guy's name, Elwin was his name. He said, Elwin, let me just tell you something. I appreciate the thought, but you keep it in your pocket because you're not going to be calling any of the shots around here. The very attitude we don't give, excuse me, I missed the offering basket, could somebody bring up the basket for my $50,000 check? Bible says you have your reward. had another friend I met with in Oklahoma. He had a guy years ago. I used to preach for him. He preached for me. And uh, his grandfather read, led mine to the Lord years ago. And he said, man, before I closed my church, I had a guy that came and said, put me on the board or I'm leaving and taking seven families with me. And because of that, you don't put someone on the board who says, put me on the board or I'm going to swap you. You know, anybody know what I'm talking about, the right spirit and attitude? We've got to have that during the through. And you know what happened to my friend? The guy left, took seven families with him, and he had to close the church after a while. It's sad, but God keeps good books. God takes care of us. And in our through, don't try to force it, don't try to force God create a position for yourself or do anything you know like I, I look at Pastor Ben up here singing I say man what are, where, where is he right now is he here he's home getting the game ready no just kidding he'll be out any minute anyway he's got to play something to help me end anyway I can't see a clock oh there it is we're done listen 1130 laughter uh. Oh, wait a minute, that could be Alabama time. i got another hour No, just kidding. Uh, All I'm saying is he's got a great voice. I couldn't say, listen, here's a hundred bucks, let me play that thing. No, God would have to do a miracle to do that. We can't advise God during our through. There's a sweetness to embracing it, learning from it, growing through it. Don't fight it or swim against the current. Ride it out. Don't you dare quit. Just keep going through. And finally, never be scared of your through. (coughs) Threw the switch the wrong way. Sorry. (coughs) Never be scared of it. (coughs) Nobody loves you more than Jesus. Think of it. There's power in that. Nobody loves us more than God. I love my kids. I have one son. So proud of him. He's 35. I'm out there hunting, getting nothing. He's tormenting me, sending me pictures of big bass that he says, Dad, I'm, I'm catching these right behind the house. I said, Save some for me. I'll be there in about a day, you know. He's just torturing me. He loves God, his wife is wonderful. There are three kids. My oldest grandkid just turned 16. I'm so proud of them. And I love you guys, but I would not kill my son for any of you. I wouldn't kill my son for the whole bunch of you. I wouldn't kill my son for the whole state of Georgia. I wouldn't kill my son for the whole country. Are you catching what I'm saying? And God sent his only beloved son for you and I. And if he would do that, I don't have to be scared of my through. I don't have to worry. I ain't a skeered because it's just a through. And he himself said, I will give you the peace that passes all understanding I know what it's like maybe you wanted it and someone else got it may not have been in your best interest he's protecting you and preparing you and growing you and trying to benefit you I don't care what it is through 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 God is leading through God is orchestrating through God is carrying through God is organizing through. God is purging through. God is purifying through. God is loving, deeply loving through. And don't you dare give up. Do you know how close you could be today? Truly the check could be in the mail. Everyone says that. But have you ever been ready to quit and you go to the mail and you say, oh my, look at that. Once we sowed, our church sowed, we pledged like seventy grand that year to Pastor Tommy Barnett's ministry, the Dream Center in L.A. We pledged seventy grand. We were only a church of a couple hundred people. We pledged seventy. Things were tight, but we had picked up fourteen grand. And he was uh, he was speaking in Massachusetts, so we took a bus down. A bunch of us went and heard him preach. And because when designated funds come in you have to use them for what they're designated for legally thank you for those amens anyway we brought him the 14 to words the 7 he said we're still believing God gave him the check after we're excited my nephew is one of our youth pastors he said uncle isn't that a good feeling to give away $14,000 I said it sure is buddy I said, we don't need any more until noon tomorrow. We need five grand. We had a bunch of stuff due, but we weren't about to use the designated money for another ministry to pay our bills. If you don't know this, I can talk to you later. But anyway, I got there that morning. My, my secretary had got there ahead of me, and she had put scriptures on the outside of the church, in the entryway, on my office door, and on my desk about God's provision." And still I needed a coffee, because we only had a few hours left. I got a call from a pastor friend, the same one that had turned down that million-dollar check, and he said, Al, can I come take you to breakfast? And my thought was immediately, might as well, I can't come up with this money anyway. He had no idea. He said, we had a board meeting last night, and I told my church, Al Robbins and his team Give away more money than we do with all our funds and our 1,000-member church. We just wanted to give you a little check, and guess how much it was for? I don't even need to say. I think you know how God works. Five grand, God took care of it. You could be hours away from a healing, from a victory. The next phone call, you might get hired. He could visit you in the night and restore it. We were singing the song about freedom. And uh, while we sang that song, I was thinking about some of the things that God has freed me from. And when Pastor Ben said, can you remember when you saved? I, I can I was just a little boy. But then we we're singing about freedom and the chains coming off and all that. And, and I begin to realize there are things that he's done during my through that he's released things. Bitterness, jealousy, lost, envy, greed, anger. Not that any of us have really experienced any of those. (laughs) And now that i am come through some of that, while I'm headed here, as I worship him, I can say, wow! You used that through to do things in me where I'll never be the same and those watching me can shake their heads like I do for folks like brother Ron and brother sister Pelkey with things they've gone through and some of you and I can look at you and say wow is Sandy Parker here today? Sandy Purcell Parker is sandy here we prayed with her and some of you know you know like she lost her husband my wife and i prayed for her and battled other things it's none of my business to get into it but she's still a champion for god and i look at folks and they would say i wouldn't trade my through for anything i guarantee you're better people than you were five years ago i guarantee you were great people i met you five years ago and even before that when we were living in powder springs for three months great time. But I guarantee you guys are stronger and deeper and more effective and more loving and more compassionate over the worst experience of your life. And I see they're still in a through, but they're further through the through. Let's bow our heads. Can we all stand this morning? I don't have time. I've gone longer than I planned. But if you need prayer, would you just come we're, we're, we're gonna, I'm going to turn it back to Pastor Ben. But if you need prayer, if you can see me, w- would you just come? I want to pray with you. Uh, I'm not trying to prolong it. I got a six-hour drive ahead of me today uh, down to Tampa. But look, I didn't come here for nothing. And I hope this helped you. But I'd like to pray for you. If you're in a through, if this message spoke to you, Would you come? I'm just going to pray a general prayer. Turn it to Pastor Ben. Then after he speaks for a minute to close us out, I'll just come around and pray for you. Father, right now, thank you, God. Many of us are in a through, but it's okay. It's not the first through. Probably won't be the last through. But you've reminded us today that it's a through originated by you, and you are embracing us, and you are holding us, you are empowering us when we get out of the bed in the morning and we think to ourselves, how can I face today? You are there, and you are carrying, and you are lifting, and you are using us. Let us not waste any lessons of our through. Bring us forward. We know the end result is going to be amazing. We trust you and give you the glory. Even when we don't understand, we know you love us, and you know we love you thank you for growing us and caring enough about us not to leave us like we are but to change us in the areas that need changing and God I know as you look at some of us today you're smiling you're pleased that no matter what we're, we're praying and we're praising in the middle of the lion's den in the fiery furnace in the struggle on the shipwreck debris like Paul In the sea, in the dark of night, we're still going through. And we still give you the glory and praise you. In Jesus' name. Everybody said, Amen. Pastor God,
1: sing this with me. Through it all, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to trust in God through it all, through it all, through it all, I've learned to depend upon his word, real simple, through it all, sing it with me, through it all. trust in Jesus i have learned to trust in God through it all through it all i have learned to depend upon his word I've learned to depend i have learned to depend upon his word i have learned to depend I've learned to depend upon His word, and it's so sweet to trust in Jesus. Just to take Him at His word, and just. with me one time.